Kelly Frost tried not to shiver as she stood on the sidewalk in front of Gray House, but she did anyway. The breeze drifting from New Bedford's waterfront had some bite in it, even for May. Kelly squinted against the sun's glare reflecting off a car door, now slammed shut. An efficient-looking woman made her way with precise steps to the gate that protected the front lawn of Gray House from nosy passers-by and visitors. Sorry I'm late, I would have told you to meet me at the real estate office, but the house is closer. She unlocked the gate and swung it open. The ironwork complained at the disturbance. Not a problem, Kelly said as she followed the woman. Mrs. Akers, was it? Up the cobbled sidewalk, then the wooden steps. I've been instructed to open the house for you while you complete your assessment of the piece, then lock up when you're ready to go. Mrs. Akers now worked the front door lock with an ancient key. How long do you think you'll need? An hour, most likely? She'd made assessments of antique and ancient textiles before, and this current quest should be little different from other times in the past. I'll be back in two. Minzy's at the groomers, and she'll be done before you will be. Mrs. Akers leaned on the front door, then bumped it with her shoulder. Stubborn door. I can't tell you the last time we opened the place up. The heavy wooden door swung inward, and the scent of closed-up house, stale air and dust, struck them. Something tickled the inside of Kelly's nose, but it was Mrs. Akers who sneezed. Oh my, the dust. Mrs. Akers shook her head. Do you know where the quilt is? Kelly nodded. I was told the quilt should be in the master bedroom on the second floor, the one with the Italian marble fireplace. She hoped the lady wouldn't start a long conversation. Small talk made her itch, like freshly mown grass. She shifted her tote bag on her shoulder. Two hours and I'll be back. Mrs. Akers turned on her heel, then paused before she exited the house. Don't steal the silver, we count it. With that, she gave a little giggle and shut the front door behind her. The entryway alone made Kelly stare. What would work? The curved banister of the great main staircase snaked upward to the second floor. As she stood in the entryway, she could see down a long hallway with rooms off each side. Immediately to her right stood a set of wooden pocket doors. Her curious bent made her want to start walking, room by room, to see what treasures lay inside. Or dust magnets, rather. Now it was her turn to sneeze. Instead, thoughts of her skinny bank account spurred her to take the creaking stairs to the second floor and find the master bedroom. Depending on the work required to restore the quilt, she hoped to at least pay the bills for the rest of the year. Beyond that, well, she'd figure something out. She always did because she'd always had to. The wood of the banister was cool and smooth under her fingertips. Again, the history hanging in the air made her pause at the top of the steps. The house supposedly hadn't had a resident in at least 50 years, perhaps longer. Or so Mrs. Akers had guessed. Kelly stepped from room to room to see which one had the marble fireplace. Furniture draped in heavy cloth would probably resemble ghosts at night with moonbeams streaming through the window glass. Even in the daytime, her overactive imagination caused another shiver, this one not from a cool breeze. Which room? She counted no less than four chimneys sprouting from the rooftop when she stood outside. That meant at least eight fireplaces, possibly more. Master bedroom. There were two bedrooms that could have qualified. She found the right room, with its dark mahogany furniture uncovered, a folded-up piece of cream-colored cloth on the bed. The quilt. Kelly set her tote bag on the bed and took out some gloves. 
as if the oil from her fingertips would cause any more damage to this poor, tattered, sewn mass of patches. Dirt, the age of years, and what looked to be singes from a fire, all qualified this work for the rag bag. Yet someone, namely the head of Firstborn Holdings, LLC, had sent her a request for a bid to restore the neglected and abused fabric. All you need is a little love and careful handling, she said aloud, her voice echoing in the room. The folded-up layers of fabric needed to be inspected, inch by inch, which meant Kelly needed to find a place to spread out the quilt, somewhere with better lighting than the bedroom. One of the inner shutters that covered the window panes effectively blocked out the sunlight, but even with both shutters open, the light wouldn't nearly be enough. She should have ventured enough small talk to ask Mrs. Akers if the electricity was connected in the vacant whaling captain's mansion.